Hi, I'm Lucas Mack, and welcome to another episode of The Golden Rule Revolution, where inspiration and purpose come from treating people like people and nothing less. Today, I have dear friends on the show, Anne and Larry Yatch. Larry was a 10-year Navy SEAL who was an officer in the SEAL teams after graduating with an engineering degree from the United States Naval Academy. His wife, Anne, worked in the intelligence field as a defense contractor after graduating from Georgetown University's School of Foreign Service with a master's degree in security studies. They have been entrepreneurs since 2008 and now have a new company called Plansight. It's a lifestyle and culture engineering platform that taps into the secret of the Navy SEALs. Please welcome Anne and Larry Yatch. Hey guys, thank you for joining me today. Oh, it's our pleasure to be here. I, I have to say I've done many, many podcasts and your uh, news background comes out with that that voice and that introduction <laughs> actually makes me a little nervous, which is crazy with all the speaking that I normally do. So I just get so excited to be around you, especially when you're in your news mode. Oh my God, that's awesome. <laughs> uh, I just got the chills. Everyone listening, a uh, uh, 10-year Navy SEAL just told me that he got nervous from listening to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, guys, it's so good to have you on uh, the Golden Rule Revolution. So tell, let's let's talk. I mean, we we are going to get into quite a bit. Your new company, your story, both as entrepreneurs, but also your individual stories. And let's start with you, Larry. Tell tell us, how did you become a Navy SEAL? How have you gotten to where you are today? It's uh, a long story, uh, but the, the highlights, uh, I always like to say, uh, started with a great American, uh, Tom Cruise, back in uh, <laughs> when I was in third grade. So I went to the movies in third grade with my parents, my sister, and my aunt and uncle. I still remember it as if it was yesterday. And that movie was Top Gun. And about 20 minutes into the movie, I had already decided that I needed to be a fighter pilot. That's what I was going to do. And I remember I could show you the part of the sidewalk we were walking on in Oakmont, Pennsylvania, right outside of Pittsburgh when I told my parents I was going to be a fighter pilot. And soon thereafter, I saw the right stuff, which was all about the first astronauts and test pilots. And all of the coolest characters there had gone to the Naval Academy and were all amazing pilots. So by the time I was halfway through third grade, I was 100% sent or 100% set on going to the Naval Academy and being a fighter pilot. And that was the start of it for me. And from that point on, I started working towards that goal of getting into the Naval Academy and then being a fighter pilot. And then in seventh grade, uh, another great American changed my life, uh, Charlie Sheen this time. Uh, obviously, we can see that I am uh, quite able to be molded by popular culture. Uh, that He had a movie called Navy Seals, and uh, we were too young to see it in seventh grade, but one of my friends got me a sweatshirt from that movie that had the Navy SEAL logo on it. And back in the late 80s, no one knew what a Navy SEAL was, unlike today where, where it's very 
common. And so I went to the library and found a book called The Men with Green Faces. And it was a Vietnam era seal book. And by the end of the book, I was 100% convinced that fighter pilots were pansies and that I was <laughs> put on this planet to be a Navy SEAL. There was only one very big, uh, small problem. So I was a really small kid. Uh, I was five foot two and 107 pounds in high school, which for those listening to the podcast doesn't mean anything unless you saw me now at 200, over 200 pounds uh, and six foot three. So I look like a Navy SEAL now, but in high school, I would have definitely been voted least likely to be a Navy SEAL uh, in high school. Uh, I was a big dork or actually a small dork. Uh, I did any activity that they would let me do because I knew my grades were good, but not good enough to get in the Naval Academy. So I was in the marching band, but I didn't know how to read music. So I played the cymbals. Uh, I was on the swim team, but I swam too slow. So they made me the, the sacrificial diver. What I mean by that is the other team could only put three divers up. And if our team put up someone, we, we got fourth place, which is worth a point. So Without a diving coach, without a diving board, th my job was to go jump off the diving board three times, <laughs> try not to kill myself to get that one point. Uh, so you can imagine a 107-pound little weakling in a Speedo uh, looking like a full jumping off of the diving board. I did not have a lot of dates in high school. And actually, it was quite the opposite. You know, what truly drove me to be a SEAL was uh, a very long history of being bullied, uh, both through uh, middle school and high school. And the concept of someone that has power, using it to hurt someone that doesn't was something that I suffered through most of my life, and was just disgusting to me. And ultimately, that's what SEALs do. We, we hunt the worst bullies in the world, uh, people that have power and use it to hurt those that don't. And so learning how to not only be strong to defend myself and then more importantly, defend others was a very, very important part of my life. And I got to live that dream of actually going out and making a, a permanent positive impact on the world by hunting some of the worst people in the world. Hmm. I don't know how I follow that, Lucas. Well, uh, <laughs> Just even the the word hunting people, I Larry, I don't know if you remember, but the very first uh, weekend that we first met, everyone listening, I'm I'm uh, over at Ann and Larry's house, and um, we're doing some work together. And I asked Larry, I said, "Do you do you like to hunt?" <laughs> and and you said, "After you hunt humans." Hunting animals isn't that exciting. <laughs> I was like, "Whoa!" And I am. I am not just talking to the average, uh, average guy right now. This is amazing. Oh, that's true. It's an interesting thing for me, you know, as as Larry's wife and partner in this in this business, Lucas. I've seen, you know, everything from Larry, you know, the Larry that was bullied very badly and became this incredible Navy SEAL, mm. and then, you know, to watch him go through all the self-development and shift from, you know, having to defend and protect always to being much more open and, you know, vulnerable and willing to share his story with people in a, in a very different way. So for me, it's been 
such a beautiful transition for us. And, you know, we, we went through extremely hard times um, for a long time together. And so, you know, for us being on this other side of it now, it's just an incredible feeling to be able to do it together anyway. Yeah. And t- tell us your story. How, before you met Larry and have been on the journey that you've both been on together, um, tell us about where you've come from and, and uh, how that's applied to what you're doing today. Sure. Well, you know, for me, it was almost the exact opposite, except I was, you know, bullied too. Um, People weren't the nicest to me and we all have been through things like that. And I firmly believe that, you know, everything we go through in our life is an opportunity for us to learn and grow and be stronger. And that's what leads you to your path. So uh, when I was younger, um, Larry and I always joke on our first date, I took him to Georgetown, the swimming pool, and uh, I had him wait until I came out. And my name was on the, the record board out there for being one of the fastest freestylers. Wow. And so uh, our, on our first date, I said to Larry, all right, Larry, we're going to race. And if you beat me, then we get a second date. And so I was, you know, I was very lucky in my life, I think, to have really wonderful parents that cared about me to have, mm. you know, the ability to swim and to, um, you know, go to Georgetown. That was an incredible gift too. And for me, it was more about just never really feeling like I fit in or that I belonged. I I always felt like I had to do so much on my own. And um, I think I isolated myself a lot because of not ever really feeling like, you know, I I fit in with the traditional, you know, society um, and what society sort of wants for us. So Mm. that that's more where I got to work on and, and change who I, who I was comfortable being so that I could just be me, you know, and that was a big shift for me that I've been able to experience through the work that we're doing now. Since you both met since that first date, and I, I take it that you beat him in the race. Actually, no, he did not breathe for a full 50 meters because he wanted that second date so badly. So, um, it was close, Lucas, if it had been a hundred, he would have been taken down. And to be honest, talk about the the bait and switch, right? She, so this beautiful girl's like, Oh, do you want to go swimming? And I'm thinking, I'd love to see her in a bikini. Like, Oh yeah. Right. So we go to Georgetown and of course there's the, the male and and female changing rooms and locker rooms. So I go into the locker room and I change and I come out and I expect her to be out there in a bikini, right? Nope, she's not there. And there was a long delay. Like we're not talking you know, 30 seconds. I mean, it was minutes. And definitely now that I know the story, there's enough for me to actually have to get bored and start reading the stuff on the wall. And then I see the, the two, there were two records, not just one, two records on this board and it had been three, four years. So it's not like these were last week. These have been st- stood this, the, te- uh, the test of time. And so then she comes out and again, expecting the bikini. She's in a full race suit, like <laughs> not, not <laughs> any sort of on his toes. Yeah, this. not you know, full race suit. Uh, I don't know if she had a swim cap, but it was. Imagine yeah. intimidation factor. Oh, she yeah. was like, he's a Navy SEAL. So I've got to bring yeah, my and She's got goggles with her on <laughs> like little piranha things on her goggles or little swim race goggles. And I'm like, Oh crap, this is not going to go well for me. And yeah, I gave it everything I had and I did win, but I, she thinks that if we went a hundred, she, she would have, you know, but uh, you know, I don't know that never happened. So we, we are. Oh, 
I love that story and I love you both so much. And it's, it's what makes you both so uniquely powerful because you both are super powerful individuals. And then your first date, you are literally pushing it to the max and look what you have done together in this world. And so for everyone listening, the beautiful thing about Ann and Larry is that they, there is no, I use the word jive when it comes to them. They are mission driven individuals. And as a couple, they are, they are the most powerful couple I've ever been in the presence of. And from that first date of you guys racing to now, what you've done since leaving the SEAL team and getting into business, your mission is still to help protect, defend, and empower individuals. Walk us through the journey of from that first date together with you both to where you both have gone into the business world. So uh, to take you forward in that story, um, you know, there was a point in time, fast forward a few years when Larry was very badly injured and he and I spent quite a bit of time in the hospital together. And it was very obvious that he would be unable to be a SEAL anymore after the injuries he sustained. And I remember he looked over at me and he, he said, you know, God, I have no idea what, I, what I'm going to do. My whole dream for my entire life has been to be a SEAL. Mm. And you know, from my perspective, I knew that was going to be a very important moment for both of us. And we had to look at, okay, what can we create together? How can we bring some of these, you know, quote unquote secrets from the SEAL teams, you know, this incredible mindset that is so unique. I've never met someone who has such complexity of thought and such otherworldly experience. So I was like, how do we bring this to normal people so that we can enhance their life, give them more control of their environment and really just optimize their performance, their life in general. So that was the the moment for the two of us that we we went all in on, okay, we get to do something different. It gets to be different from the dream that maybe he originally had, and we get to do it together. So that was sort of the next level uh, when we started getting into this entrepreneurial world. Yeah, and from my perspective, and I think this, this will resonate to uh, the listeners, there's, I imagine most of us, or there's many of us out there that, that have felt this, that we've been meant for more, right? We've done everything yes. right. We've, we've studied hard. We've passed the grades. We've gone to the schools. We've gotten the jobs. We've gotten promoted, but you still sit there with this, this feeling that there's got to be more for me. There's more impact that I can have. And that was so, so core to both Ann and I. I mean, when you listen to our resumes, graduate of the Naval Academy, the ability to get a chance to go to SEAL training, I was one of three. We had 135 guys start and we had 11 guys finish my training class and being one of those 11. And that's just to get into the start of being a SEAL and then getting into being a SEAL, doing things, being, creating innovation on my first deployment that got written up into a book. I mean, to be actually in a book for innovation and SEAL tactics 
as my first deployment, going off to combat in Iraq, uh, getting awards. I mean, doing all of these things and, and going, getting into Georgetown, being a varsity swimmer, uh, obviously, as we all now know, record holder uh, in varsity swimming, graduating from Georgetown, going back in, into the master's program, graduating at the top of that, securing jobs with the D- Defense Intelligence AG with Booz Allen Hamlet. I mean, we had done what anyone would look at and say is huge success, but we both felt that there was more. And when I was laying in that hospital bed and the surgeon said, you can't, your SEAL career is over, uh, I not only had that hollowness that many of us have already felt, but now my purpose for life was taken away. Mm. And I asked how many people out there have ever sat there and felt without purpose and knowing that you are here for something, right? And that was the big switch for us. And that was when Anne was able to clarify the filter through which I was seeing the world. I saw the world that the only way I could provide value to this world was as a a warrior out there fighting. And once that was taken away, I felt useless, that there is no other benefit I could provide. And it was her ability to clarify that filter for me and, and say, wait a minute, how could you possibly think you're useless? You've got these unbelievable experiences. You've been managing teams in the highest risk environments at the highest success rates ever. How could you possibly see the world that you, you don't have any value? And that was the turning point, being able to have a different filter through which we saw the world and to have a clear purpose. And our clear purpose that we we put together back then, 10 years ago, was that we were put put on this planet to positively and permanently change people's lives. And we used to do that on the front lines. I used to do that as a SEAL. She used to do that in the intelligence agency. And ultimately, the way we did that was not that direct. Right. We kept we kept the country safe. We provided this space for the American citizens to live the lives, the safe lives that they they had. But it wasn't direct. And it was with that understanding that we could do that in a much more direct way by using our unique backgrounds and skills to be able to teach and enable others to optimize their lives, either through safety, through leadership or now through the ability to take control of their, their lives. Hmm. I think that's a good segue into the new company that you have plan site, this lifestyle and culture engineering platform. What do you mean by that? What, when, when you describe it that way, when I, when I describe it that way, what does that mean? Walk, walk us through what this new company is. So it it really goes back to what I was just talking about. Uh, We have, there's many of us out there that are sitting in quote unquote, have done everything right. Uh, We're the people that, that others come to, to help solve problems. We're the ones that do the hard work when the hard work needs to get done. And objectively from the outside, people would point to us and say, look, they're successful. Yet we sit, we sit there and feel unfulfilled. And a lot of that comes from the fact that we aren't living in the environment that we want. 
And what I mean by that is we're conditioned as generally high performing individuals are conditioned from a very young, young age to have our environment dictate our lifestyle. And this all starts in school, right? We all can remember back to the, the spring, nice spring day, you get home and it's beautiful out. You want to go out and ride bikes with your friends, but you have a test tomorrow. So the environment dictates that I can't enjoy my experience in the, the moment, in the day, because I have to study hard for some future goal, right? I have to study hard so I can do well on the test tomorrow. I have to do well on the test tomorrow so that I can get a good grade. I need to get a good grade so I can graduate the top of my class. I need to graduate the top of my class so that I can get to, into a good school. I need to get into a good school and do well so I can get a good job. I need to get a good job so that I can get promoted so that someday I can retire and enjoy my life. And that's why we can look and be successful, but be unfulfilled because imagine going your whole life, having to work hard today to be able to benefit it, benefit from it tomorrow or someday in the future. And when that finally comes, you're 65, 70. And at that point, you don't even, you find out that you don't even like golf, even though that's what you've been holding out for your whole life. And what we find is that feeling of unfulfillment, that feeling of, of lack of purpose, that lack of connection with your spouse, that, that feeling that we should, you're losing time with your kids, right? The experiences that you want to have with them, you just don't have time to, because you have to work or you have to provide, you have to get, you have to get that next job or that next promotion or that, that money for the next thing to provide for your family, that, that your life is slipping away. Those feelings come from the fact that your environment is dictating your lifestyle. And what we found was our lowest point in our life was when we were most strongly in that way of being, where we were running three businesses. Uh, we were working nonstop. We were disconnected as a couple. We weren't having the time and experiences with our kids because we had to work so hard. So now others were raising our kids. And that was the turning point for me because I realized that my boys were going to have the same outlook on life that I did because that's what my parents did, right? Anne and my parents both worked really hard to provide better lives for us than they had when all we really wanted was to have experiences with them. And so what we do is enable people to turn that around. So instead of having their environment dictate their lifestyle, we make the goal a positive daily experience, a lifestyle that is sustainable and an environment that supports it. And that shift is what has been a huge, huge change in our life. And what we realized, and this is the, the funny part and part of why the company is named what it is, our ability to make that change, right? You can imagine that that change isn't going to happen by itself, right? If you just try and go forward and do your best every day, your environment's always going to win. And so it takes, in, it takes planning, it takes structure, it takes discipline to be able to turn that tide. And we have been teaching these SEAL planning principles into billion dollar organizations for five years, right? So we have the best tactical planning processes, software in the world that, that came from this highly effective SEAL teams. 
and we had never used it on our own lives. And so we finally used our own teaching <laughs> that we teach all these companies and people in our own lives to design and plan for the lifestyle that we want. And that's why we said, Anne came up with it. She said, you know, I can't believe it that all our success and the life that we wanted has been hiding in, in plain sight, right? The whole time it's right in front of us. And that's where through planning, plan sight, we can produce the lifestyle that we want and we can do it in a sustainable way. And we can do it by making our environment work for us, not against us. Hmm. It's really whatever it's really what everyone wants. Yeah. It is. And and needs. And and how uh how did you come up with so walk us through when you came up with that the name and what you were going through? Sure. I mean, to be honest, it was one of those things where I was, you know, I was sitting reading and all of a sudden I just realized uh that everything in life we pretty much know is hidden in plain sight, right? But the reason why we can't see it is because we're blind to it. There's something that we're not allowing our filter to focus on. And so for me, when I realized it and then it clicked, I just said, oh my God, our success, everything that we want is in plain sight. And I flipped the words to be plan sight so that people would understand that everything you need is found in this plan. And the plan allows you to have a life that you design rather than a life by default, which is what I think almost everyone, especially us, you know, five years ago, that's what we, we were living in. So, you know, that for me was the big aha moment of, yep, your success is hidden in plain sight, in plan sight. And if you do the planning and you have that ability to see past your filter or to see with a new filter, then everything can shift. Your world, your reality completely can change. Hmm. So you have been working with individuals um, and I know the for everyone um, listening, the, the website is is going to launch soon, but the URL is plan-site.com for when it does launch. But I know you're working with individuals right now and you've had incredible impact and success. So they've seen success and you've made massive impact in their lives. Um, Share, share some of that. The, I think one of the things that's uh, two things that came up that are important. One is, uh, who who we've been being able to benefit. And this is one of the reasons why we have been such great friends with you for so long, because we're very similar. And what we found is the higher perfor- performing person you are, right? So if you're a, a high performing person, not, not the norm, right? If you've always, no matter what you do, you're kind of above the middle or higher, right? Like there's never been one competition or one class or one thing of learning that I wasn't in the top. And I know Lucas and exactly the same, right? The, the norm is not what we are defined by, right? We're always outside of that norm because we know that if you're normal, you can't be exceptional. And what we found is the higher performing you are, the more you need this because the nature of being a high performing individual means that you have you get conditioned to reacting to your environment in a very effective way. And so being able to realize that even if you're quote unquote very successful, that feeling of not quite being there, like, and most of us feel bad about it, 
like look around me, look at all that I've produced, yet I still don't feel fulfilled. That's the one, that's the people that we can help the most. And the, the best part about that is those are the people that want to do work, right? They're, they're the people that have tried other things and have tried everything, right? Like they aren't afraid of work. They aren't afraid of investing in themselves. They aren't afraid of being able to do hard things. Yet we still have that feeling of there's more for us. There's more for us as individuals, as partners, as family, fathers, mothers uh, in a family. And being able to then reveal the clarity of purpose, the clarity of how to get there, the clarity of the specific things to do, the specific tactics to do, the ability to design behavior that fits with the lifestyle that you want and being always in a learning mode, those, those core five things are what we leverage to be able to create the environment you want, uh, the mm. lifestyle that you want. Mm. And I found too, Lucas, that, you know, in the past, what was really interesting is that we were very much about, okay, whoever comes to us is who we should work with. And the big shift that we made, you know, with PlantSite is, we know exactly who we want to work with. And those are courageous fathers who have, you know, young children who are literally at the point where they're like, I know I'm meant for more. I know I'm a high performer, mm. but I don't want to be weighed down by life's obligations and what society dictates for me. I want to break through. I want to take bold action. I want to make sure that I am deeply connected to my spouse and I can source life adventures for my family so that we can experience this incredibly positive daily experience together every day so that I win on the very first day. I don't have to wait to win mm -hmm. for years. Powerful. So uh, I, anyone that's been listening to Lucas's podcast could understand why uh, he has been an integral part of this journey with us because I think we're describing you to a T. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Well, you know, this podcast you know, being that it is the golden rule revolution and treating people like people, you both embody the golden rule. I, I, I don't even think you've both really touched on the level of sacrifice you have made for all of us. And, you know, and it's hard to, I'm sure even describe, and maybe it's impossible to really share the depths of your sacrifice, both of you that you've made for people. And, for for us and i want you to know that i love you both and what you're doing is making a difference and and there are lives that there are children right now because of what you've done who will have a different trajectory in their lives because of the work you've done in their parents lives including my own and that is what this world needs it needs we need more of you we need and what you're doing with this new platform is essentially extending you to the rest of the world what is your what's your ultimate dream when it comes to plan site and not just plan site but your vision for your lives and the impact that you can make well lucas you know about seven months ago, we sold everything and we decided we were going to go out after 
literally building a family environment every day where we felt wonderful, positive, connected to each other. And so, you know, we're actively doing that now where we're working a set amount of time, but the main point of every day is to connect with each other, connect with the kids, and then to build a community of like-minded parents who want to do the exact same thing where we're living our dream. We're in that sweet spot of being in the flow. So what we're contributing to the world is incredible in its value. And we're also supporting each other in living a very non-traditional life where we're designing and planning so that every day is an epic day. So for, for me, I know that more than anything, I my dream is to have this community be extremely tight-knit, intimate, so that we know everyone's lives in a very unfiltered way and we can stand for each other to be at our very best and to really use our, our talents and our gifts in this world in a way that we may never have thought was possible. So that's my personal dream for where we're heading with everything here. I'll, I'll add just to put a little bit more clarity on what Anne was saying. So when she said we sold everything in the middle of December, we literally sold 95% of what we owned. And we made a decision to live by three basic rules. Uh, we were going to live nowhere for more than six months. We were going to live nowhere that we had to own anything. So pots, pans, furniture, et cetera. And we were only going to go to places that provided some specific, right? So not general, but specific experience that we wanted for the family. And so from December, so mid-December, it's now in August, we have moved cross country four times and we have two boys, one four-year-old and one two-year-old. And we have been to uh, live, we've never lived near family. So we first went to Detroit so that our boys could be with their grandparents for a couple months. We went out to San Diego so that we could do and focus on personal development uh, for Ann and I. We went to Park City, Utah for the ski season. We're now down in Florida for the spring, summer, and fall, uh, being by the water and the ocean. And we've, in the last six months, have done more with our four-year-old than we had done with him in three and a half years. A uh, perfect example is last night, yesterday afternoon. So we're, on, we're in a small condo, uh, temporary condo uh, on the beach in Boca Raton, Florida, just north of Deerfield Pier. Uh, yesterday after an amazing class, right? So we used to have a, a 10,000 square foot facility that cost us $100,000 a month to run. Uh, we now work at a, an office that costs us nothing. Uh, we work on the beach. And it used to be a struggle every time we went to work. Like I used to dread the drive into work because it was, I knew it was going to be problem after problem, uh, working in a place I didn't want to work, doing things I didn't want to do. Yesterday, I got to teach remotely to 15 people content that literally changed their lives on that call. And at the, instead of being exhausted at the end of the day, I was so amped up that I couldn't sit in the desk anymore. So I went downstairs, grabbed my, my mask and fins, swam a couple, couple hundred meters off the, the beach uh, in 20, 30 foot of water, went lobster hunting and <laughs> caught a lobster, uh, literally caught a lobster right out of our back door, brought it up and got to sit there with my four-year-old and two-year-old while we explored this, this lobster. 
Uh, we show, we sh I showed him how to humanely uh, put him in ice cold water to shock him. And then he, they slowly go to sleep. So it doesn't hurt him. And we got to talk about what it meant to take this animal's life. Then we uh, took it apart and I got to cook lobster that I caught 20 minutes before outside of our condo with my four-year-old. He had his little chef's hat on. We, we cooked up this <laughs> lobster. And then as a family, we got to eat lobster that we sourced, we learned about, we cooked. My favorite part about the whole thing was uh, the boys, right? Couldn't get over exploring this lobster and turns to uh, his mom and says, mommy, do you want to touch the lobster's eyeball? Uh, <laughs> already been poking it. And that the response was beautiful of, uh, yeah, sure. And it was hilarious because <laughs> the three adults that were in the room that were asked, do you want to touch the eyeball? All had the same, th same response of, well, not really, but, but because you're doing it, <laughs> yes. sure. so growth for us too. That's for sure. And so that really embodies what we're talking about being able to that yesterday was, I'm still on a high from the experience that I got to have with my sons around first me getting to go out into the ocean and source food my, for my family. And then to, to learn about, be able to teach them about the lobster, to teach them about uh, what it means to take uh, an animal's life and then to partake of, and be able to partake and get nourishment from it. You know, sort the fact that food isn't just something that's in a plastic container from the supermarket, mm -hmm. being able to cook with my son uh who's four right cook with him and then he got to and he's a picky eater yet he ate three quarters of that lobster that he he, mm. he got to catch and cook and that's what we're talking about to be able to talk about an epic day and that's that is i'd say two to three days of our week is something like that and the joy that comes from that and the ease of work is what my dream is to be able to provide that to more high performers out there that have so much potential that are stuck knowing they can do more, but are stuck in this way of being where their environment's just kicking their butt and they don't know what to do about it. And for me, it's going big, right? So I know that we have limited reach and being able to train others in how to, to do this for themselves. But then more importantly, the class I was teaching is to teach facilitators how to do this and teach it and help others. So we want to, to be able to spread this message, this information to as many people as possible and to be able to do it while adventuring around the world with, with our boys. And the families that choose to, you know, find us when, wherever we are at adventuring and live a piece of that life with us. Powerful, purposeful, and so poignant on what you're doing. I think everyone, everyone wants that. We yeah. all want to be free. We all want to make an impact and we all want to be in community. And it all starts with purpose, right? And it, it all usually starts all starts after purpose, right? And that's where, where we start, you know, where we start everything for anyone that we work with is a systematic process for divining their purpose and putting it into a one sentence usable guidepost to be able to drive action and make choices in their life that just support fulfilling that purpose. And that process alone is unbelievably life-changing. And 
that's that beginning part of it of being able to divine and have a clear purpose is really what makes everything work. And then the next part, and I think this is a really important for me, was a huge lesson that will help someone take action. If anyone's out there listening, saying, this sounds amazing. I've always wanted to do something like this, uh, but I, I have too much fear or anxiety or I can't do it. This is, was one of the key parts that enabled us to do this. Uh, the first part of this is that the absolute hardest part of this entire thing was making the choice to do it. I'm just going to pause there to let that settle in. You know, we've moved cross country with a two-year-old and a four-year-old four times, right? So all sorts of hard things. But the hardest thing was making the initial choice to say that we're going to do this. After that, it became our normal life, right? Your normal life is about solving problems, which is what you do in your regular life. As soon as we made a choice to do this, it was just a different set of problems to solve. It became normal, you know, easy. And then the, the next piece that is even, I think, more important is the easiest thing in the world is to go back. Right. So for us to say we decided, you know what, we don't want to do this anymore. The easiest thing in the world is to go find a house in suburbia somewhere, put our kids in normal schooling, uh, get we could even get normal jobs. Right. That's the easiest thing in the world. So if the hardest thing in the world is just choosing to, to try it, to go out, you go out and do it, knowing that if you don't like it, it's easy to go home. Right. It's easy to get back is was the lessons we needed yeah. to take action. Hmm. And massive action is what it takes. Massive yeah. choice. Massive, massive choice. choice. Yes. Hmm. And then the hmm. action will follow. There'll be an ease to the action because you'll have choice and a plan. I love it. It has been such an honor having you both on today. I love you both. I am honored to stand with you in this world. I'm honored to be called your friend. And I want everyone who can to contact you and reach out to you. And what's the best way? How can people find you? Where can they find you? And how can they best get a hold of you? Well, even even better than that, uh, Ann and I put together a little uh, little surprise for you, Lucas. Because you know we we don't do anything small, so we <laughs> we don't we don't do this very often, and uh, mostly because of time constraints. Uh, we the most valuable thing that we have is is our time, and you can understand with what we talked about today, we put even a higher value on time because any time that we spend at, at the business is time away from the lifestyle that we want. And we've been making it so that our business is part of our lifestyle and it fulfills us as opposed to drains us. But our time is is the most critical. And it's really the only thing that is fixed that we can't change. We can't increase. Uh, we can't make go slower. And so uh, the offer that we're going to make is that we know based on on knowing you that the people that listen to this podcast have to be similar, right? They have to be these high performing individuals that are ready to take bold action and change their life. So uh, what we're offering is uh, five to 10, what we call strategy sessions. So these are time to 
that we're going to set aside for the first five or 10 people that contact us. Uh, we have an application for it because we, we know the type of person that we can help and we don't want to waste your time. So there's a, there'll be a simple application process, take a couple minutes. And then from there, we'll set up a private one-on-one time with either Anne or I uh, for about a half an hour. And what we'll do there is listen to where you are and be able to give you direct advice on what the next step is for you to be able to start living this fulfilling lifestyle that we we are. The place that they're going to be able to go to uh, either find out more about what we do or to apply for one of these sessions is plansite.com. So it's P-L-A-N-S-I-G-H-T.com forward slash Lucas Mack. And you'll have your own landing page for your little crew uh, to be able to come. And even if you aren't interested in one of those strategy sessions, but are interested in finding out about either the classes that we run, we have digital classes, we have virtual live classes, events, all that stuff. Uh, you can go to that site and contact us through that landing page. So plan-site.com forward slash Lucas Mack. And just to be clear, these strategy sessions are not something that anybody would pay for with us. They are just us giving back, treating everybody the way we would want to be treated if you know we had access to incredible information, right? There needs to be more information like this that's given with love and support to other people who are looking to make the change in their life. And that's what we're offering today because the golden rule of evolution for us mm-hmm. is so important and it's the way we live every single day of our life. Powerful. Thank you both. It has been it everyone, my my dear friends listening to this podcast. Go to that site, just spend time, get connected with Ann and Larry, follow them, um, plan site. Um, we all need it in our lives and it has massively helped me and Ann and Larry have, it's, it's, it's not even, um, it's hard to describe the impact they've had and the benefit and the, the blessing they've been in my life. So it's been an honor to have them on. As always, thank you for listening today. This has been the Golden Rule Revolution. I am Lucas Mack, and we will have many, many more episodes where we bring people on like Ann and Larry, who treat people like people and nothing less, who live the Golden Rule missionally every single day. I don't even know if that's a word, but it feels right to say. And if you like this podcast, I ask you to like, share, comment, download rate give it five stars leave leave a rating help the golden rule revolution grow by becoming a golden rule revolutionary my name is lucas mack it's a pleasure having you listen today and i will talk to you on the next episode